stiff arm to crack out <laughs> Draco Patrick right there. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, beating the double team, multiple moves stacked into one. Just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, it's actual football talk. It's a football show, it's about football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of Blue It's Blitz, the 24th edition. Uh, today, I'm going to be talking about uh, Pierre Desir. I'm going to do, I think, 33 or 34 plays of Desir. Um, I'm going to cut it off at 34 plays. And then the next show I'm going to do is going to be with Marcus Coleman, and we're going to wrap up the last uh, 20 to 25 plays, I, I believe, um, that it will be. So... Two shows in a row this year, uh, who I think is a pretty important player. Um, obviously, I'm getting to this later in the offseason because, you know, I did guys like uh, <clears throat> McGovern and Perryman and all those guys and Mims and Beckton and all that before um, I got into this. But like I said, it's important nonetheless because he's most likely going to be the the number one corner, um, depending on obviously if it's man or zone, you know, if it's man matching up against the guys like Hopkins and um, all the top receivers that the Jets are playing, you know, this year, even Edelman or Devontae Parker or Diggs or whatever other team they're they're playing this year. Um, so pretty important. After that, it's going to be George Fant. I have I'm gonna have about 55, 50 ish plays of him. I'm probably gonna run through Fant in one longer episode, two two and a half hours. Um, with saying that too, with fan, I, th- I think after the this year review, I- I'm not sure where people stand on him. Um, I said it, I think in the last show, where I was, we were doing the, uh, the top 25 players on the Jets roster. I think he's like a okay. Number two, maybe um, Morris Claiborne type vibes from him. Obviously a little bit different of a player, but so people might be a little bit disappointed once we get into the film. Uh, I think with fan, people will be, um, a little bit more encouraged. Like I said, there's definitely some people who, who fans will like who um, I'll come out and say, I don't really like them too much. And there's guys who I'm higher on than people aren't. And that's, that's why I do this show. The film you know, doesn't lie because you know, people just look up uh, pro football focus stat or, or whatever they look up or see one highlight, you know, real on YouTube. That's three minutes long of a player and they like them and they hate them, whatever it may be. So that's the reason for the show. Um, like I said, Fant, and then we're going to do Van Roten or Peanut after that. And then after I get done Van Roten and Peanut, which we'll do a vote for, I only am going to have uh, Wilson Gore Flacco left of the free agents, the Jets, or the bigger guys they, they signed, if you want to air quotes bigger that. Um, and then we have uh, Guidry, Jackson, Cager, and Campbell. Um, so I think after the, those guys I just said, you know, Van Roten, Peanut, Fant, um, I'll put a vote, you know, Wilson, Gore, Flacco, and Cager. I'm assuming Cager's going to win. Then it'll be Wilson, Gore, Flacco, Jackson, you know, and then we'll we'll try to run down those guys. Um, I might do – I'm not going to say that because I want to get people anticipating it. But uh, for now, we're going to stick to the player reviews. Then I said we're going to do the 55-man roster. I, I, again, I don't like stay up like too much of the news. I forget if it's going to be 55 or 53 this year. Who cares? Whatever it's going to be, we're going to do – or I'll do a prediction of the roster. Um, still figuring out how to do the call-in show. I just looked into it the other day. It is quite complex, but I definitely want to do a call-in show. It's going to be on YouTube, so it's going to be a YouTube live. We're going to be able to call into the YouTube live. Um, and then also, if you have a YouTube account, 
you're going to be able to comment, you know, um, underneath the video. So I'll be able to see people's comments and I can react to your comments. If it's questions, I can answer the questions, answer the calls. Um, so it'll be a fun show to do to interact with people because, um, for the people who've been following me for a while, since like jet nation and stuff, obviously I had a call in show every, was every Tuesday night. Um, and those people who can't call anymore because it's not a live show. Uh, I would like to interact with those people again, and then I'll also be doing a wrap up show with, uh, the, the main guys from JetX. So it's going to be me, Nania and, uh, Savo doing a wrap up show of the off season and, and getting all of our thoughts in one place, because I don't think, I don't think I've ever even talked to, to Nania or Savo in terms of like on a show. So, um, that would be interesting. Other than that, the housekeeping, JorB31 on Twitter, still posting the Desir review there, the Desir review. The full thing is already up um, on the website. I know some people look at it on the website and watch the show. I know some people just watch the show because it's, you know, they rather do that, whatever it may be. But um, JorB31 on Twitter, uh, YouTube, Blue It Splits, if you're listening to, listening to the podcast, which there are some for sure. Um, and if you are watching on the YouTube, like I said, if you can just go to the podcast and just leave a five-star um, you know, quickly and a review, then that gives you the chance to, and even if it's just, Hey, like the show five stars, uh, chance to win a shirt and a free year subscription, which is like 50, 60, $70 value. Um, plus it helps me out, obviously. Um, if you have questions or anything like that, which I don't check the email too often to be completely honest, uh, Joe period blew it at jetsxfactor.com. And then the final thing is Jets X shop. If you do want a shirt, you got a McGovern shirt up there. You got a James Morgan shirt. You got a, Joe Douglas shirt, a Sam Darnold shirt, a Beckton shirt, a bunch of different shirts. If you want to check that out. Um, but that is about it for that stuff. Like I said, going to get into the Desir review right now. Let me just pull up some of his film. Um, I remember the first couple plays don't start off the best. You'll see. Oh, actually that's what I have to do. Hold on. Forgive me. I, I I'm out of the loop with, uh, the player reviews, I, I, I missed one show and I'm out of loop already um, with how I do this. So uh, 6'1", 33-inch arms, which is good, 29 years old, 4'5", uh, 40 time. I think 40 times for corners and for receivers are a little bit overrated, to be completely honest. They're still important, but as long as you're not like 4'7", you know, um, obviously you'd prefer 4'3 speed, but um, there's a lot of receivers out there, Hopkins, Thomas, um, who are, you know, mid four or five guys uh, at receiver who are still at the top of the league. If, if you play the good technique, it's the most important thing. You can keep up with guys. 133-inch broad, which was a top performer when he was drafted. That's a ridiculous broad jump. Um, strengths, weaknesses, strengths, overall size, arm length, loose hips, change of direction for size, stop, start, uh, confidence. I like it. Um, smooth back pedal, route recognition, willing tackler, even though he will miss some tackles. Um, balanced back pedal. I said balance and smooth back pedal, whatever. Acceleration, good balance, base and press. Will squeeze, uh, will squeeze wide receivers to sideline. Blinth helps him contain route breaks. Uh, flashes of great play when he stays square. Strong punch, but it's too far and too far and in between. Um, effective at times in both press and soft shoot te technique. Uh, slingshots himself back into position. The weaknesses are the is the long speed opens too early in both off and press coverage. False steps too uh, too often. Need to get hands on and press. Throws weight onto heels too early into rep. Uh, 
gives too much cushion inside and shuffle technique needs to needs to work to stay over top of routes and off coverage eyes go back to quarterback too early and often plays with inconsistent leverage gives up too many easy catches punches with two hands and soft shoe which is an issue um, needs to work to get pressure contact during wide receiver stem more needs to reroute and cover two zones eyes need to stay on wide receiver while closing ground had some severe mental lapses um so we're going to look at a lot of that stuff to today. Um, this is the 2018 season that I already talked about. Like it was so great. Um, I'll let me put up on the screen. I think he was, and I don't know what the grades are or whatever. I don't think there was too much of a difference in the player he was in 19 and 18. 18, he was a little bit better, but I, I don't think it's a drastic difference where if you get the 18 versus 19, he's going to be a stud number one. I, I still think he's a, he's a number two. Okay. At best. Um, that's just me. So he's on the bottom of the screen right here. Um, I forget what the, the, the zone is. So it's a cover three. My problem with him initially um, is the fact that he is, he's definitely a bend but don't break type guy. Um, you don't see him getting beat over the top too much, even though I think on this, this review I will show him get, getting beat, beat uh, deep at least once or twice. Um, and he really does like to bail shuffle technique early into reps which is something that my, both myself and Marcus Coleman don't really like because you're really conceding any, any intermediate to short route because if your hips are opening like that, like they are here, he can obviously cut inside you know, the receiver, he can cut outside. He can even just break back to the ball. He's not going to be able to make a play from here. It really only guards against you know, deep routes. So if you're going to shuffle on like third and 15 or in a situation where they have to throw the ball deep because you know, whether it be that they're down and, and you're playing a, a – soft like cushion coverage sure um but on a snap to snap basis i'm not the biggest fan of shuffle technique i think it really limits you and even even with this shuffle technique from this year like again 35 on the bottom oh by the way reverse jersey doing a corner uh figured reverse jersey was was appropriate um, my problem with the shuffle technique is look how far he is to the outside so he really has absolutely no chance. Like he, not, not only is he shuffling, so he has, he's a lesser chance. Now he's a good three, two, three yards to the outside um, of this guy. So it's, it's a really, oh, so sorry. It's actually not cover three. I, I lied. Um, this is, this is like a, it's like a cover. It's cover one um, with this like whole defender right here. So now he's in man coverage. So if you were in cover three, you know, if you want to shuffle, I get I get a zone shuffle more than a man shuffle because you know you're you'd hope you're 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 curled to flat or you're hooked to curl or whoever's going to be there if it's Tampa, you know whatever it may be, you you hope that a guy would be there um, where they run this like this crease concept right here. Um, that would be even better than if it was in man. But like I said, being this far outside and shuffling, he really has no shot at at getting this. Now, the reason he makes this play is one. The ball is late. The ball should be out like here, here, you know. So the ball is out late, and the receiver isn't led. So yeah, Desir is able to make the play on the ball. Good job using his length, you know, stabbing through. He doesn't swipe at. He stabs through. So good job with that. And I'll show. And I'm going to show this and just watch his overall athleticism, especially for six one and how big he is. He definitely is. He's really smooth. Um, in terms of like, okay, well, he might not be the fastest guy, but he has loose hips. He has quick stops, or like I was saying, quick acceleration. So um, 
it's not like he's just a bad overall, you know, athlete. It's just long speed is not the best. But again, if this was a well-timed throw um, and a better throw where there wasn't pressure in his face, this is completed all day on this year. So yeah, pass breakup. But again, I say it, process versus results, 10 times out of 10 for me. Um, next play is going to be him. Oh, let me get rid of this freaking updates avail. That's the problem with like Apple is like, there's an update available every freaking day. It, it, God, um, it's annoying. <laughs> so bottom of the screen, this is him versus Doxon. Uh, I recorded this kind of on purpose. Um, I guess, you know, maybe I wouldn't have recorded if it wasn't Doxon, but I figured jet versus jet um, here. Okay. So let's watch this again. Oh, hold on. I'm going to call it. I pause the, uh, pause the show real quick. All right. One of those calls where it's, uh, you answer the phone and it's just like static. So it's, uh, I think it's like some of those calls. Like if you stay on the phone for a certain amount of time, they can collect info. I forget how that works. Um, okay. So he is in obviously off coverage right here. Um, he is about as far off as you want to be. I would like to know the situation here. I probably should have noted it down, but that's about as far as far off as you want to be. My thing is here only with this is, and I like how he's not necessarily getting into a backpedal. He is just creeping backwards. Again, you know, his his shoulders over his over his knees and things like that. I don't see him take his read steps here. Um, I would like to see him take his read steps, which are basically just, you know, two to three steps. You're reading the quarterback's drop. Obviously, if it's, if it's a one-step drop, it's going to be a shorter route. If it's a three-step drop, it might be intermediate. If it's five, it's going to be deeper. So um, it kind of lets you know or ex gives you something to, to expect in terms of his, his route. So um, the only thing with this is, again, I, I think he's playing to the outside a little bit too much right here, where if he were to run a dig – and a well and a well run dig, I think it's a little bit too far over the, um, out to the outside. So I would like to see him stay over top of the route a little bit more. And instead of opening his hips up right here, I would like to see him do more of a. Um, of course, I'm gonna forget the the the, the phrase now. Uh, I always say it. Oh, weave. Yeah. Okay. So I I run the weave, which is basically staying square while moving your feet laterally. Um, so he opens up a little bit too soon now. With that being said, and I just want you to focus on the seer right here, even with opening, look how quick he gets out of his break quick. Like that is for, for a six, one guy that is quick opens right there. Oh shit. He's cutting back one step and he's, and his hips are around from one step around. Now the ball is caught. Um, so the ball is caught because of obviously he, he opens his hips up a little bit too soon. You'd like to see him stay over the top. But um, my thing about this too is he, he could have got beaten worse here. Um, so yeah, you might be like, oh, well, he just barely got beat. The route from Doxon's not good. Uh, let's, be, let's be honest. Doxon stems vertical. Look how high his shoulders are the entire time. Like you see how his, his knees are over shoulders here. But now they come up, there's a route break coming. You should know there's a route break coming. So he's a little stab outside, and then this break is not good at all. I, I remember watching this. Look, you see, he's not leaning into the break, sitting down. You want to be sitting, you want your chest over your knees when you're coming through these breaks, and he, and he starts to 
lean out of his break before he even stops. You see this? So not a good break at all, and it's rounded. But so just for the dachshund, that's a bad route from dachshund. So that, that helps this year a little bit more. Um, but it is what it is. So a- athleticism and that play in the last play, definite pluses. The technique, uh, not there for me. Again, not terrible, but if you're, you know, that's that's against Josh Doxson. Uh, you know, you're going to go against guys this year, you know, whether it be Metcalf or Lockett or whoever else, Devo Samuel, like, you know, there's, there's receivers better, obviously, that are out there than, than Doxson. Um, square fluid, fluid hips, hand inside or hand in. Okay, so he's on the bottom. Again, I, I really don't like guys who are playing this, like, catch coverage two to three yards off again. You're not able to get into the guy's face. You're not threading him with a jam. Obviously, if he runs right into you, then you can jam him. You're not far enough, far enough off to take read steps. So I, I don't love – I don't love the whole two to three yard off thing that goes on the NFL. It's just, it's just not what I, what I've learned. It's not, I, it's something I haven't seen be effective. You know, I have obviously, uh, you know, I'm still pretty early into my, my film watching career. It's only been three, four years, but I don't see a lot of effective catch coverage uh, or, you know, if you want to call it soft press, but it's not what it is. Squat coverage, whatever. Um, okay. So fluidity here for sure. Um, my problem right off the bat here is there's a lot of coaches will teach a it, it's a fault it's not it's not a false step it's a kick step so a lot of coaches depending on your leverage will teach a guy to move lateral whether it be left or right foot just a little bit outside because your body when they come at you naturally wants to uh, kind of kick yourself backwards so the problem with with the false step is it's going to kick forward and your weight is going to go back when you do the the kick step to the side, your weight's still going to be where it should be. So I would like to definitely see him eliminate that false step forward and instead kick step. Again, you know, like Kyle was saying last week, I, offensive line, receiver, corner is what I feel I'm comfortable with, obviously, a decent amount of stuff. But that's the stuff I'll criticize the most because it's the, it's the stuff that's my what I feel the most comfortable with. Um, so he gets into his back pedal again. Now he's not getting hands on. Um, I like the patience he shows right here. He's still balanced, you know, after even he, he kind of gets his weight back. So, he's, so the weight goes back, but he still has his shoulders over his knees. So it's not the most terrible thing because he is pretty patient. Now the receiver sends outside, stabs outside. He angles off slightly outside, but he doesn't overreact to it. You're going to see the length come into effect. Obviously the quick, the quick fluid hips, boom right hand onto the shoulder so now now you have to work past that hand if the hand is into the back okay it's not that big of a deal um for the receiver it's it's not something you should be so concerned about but getting it onto the side or to the front obviously is really going to impede your progress forward so good job using his length stab right there matches him stays in his hip and runs with them deep so good job on that on that rep again could have fixed it a little bit for sure but overall definitely a plus rep for him um, needs to close ground, but athletic smooth. Okay, bottom again. Again, they put him a lot of a lot of man coverage, a lot of cover three. Um, you didn't see too much cover two from him. You did some reps. I'm gonna say he's he's a lot of man and cover three, which for the Jets that that's a fit because that's what the Jets do a lot. Um, I'm interested. I, I think they're gonna be ma- ma- mainly one and three this year. Um, two, I. I don't know if they have the athletes to play too. And like I said, I've talked about it before, you know, common misconception is 
cover two zone takes the, the least athletic guys. It's, it's not true. Uh, you need really twitchy fast guys to, to cover both behind them and get up to the flat. Um, and, and that cover two cover two zone, obviously every zone takes, you know, athleticism, but uh, cover two zone especially takes good athleticism. Man, you know, does as well. But um, I think the seer has the capabilities. I'm not so sure about Austin and Hall in terms of consistent cover two coverage. So I think it's going to be one and three, which is fine because that's what the Colts ran primarily. This what I, you know, the games that I watch. So again, another bail. Um, so I, I, I like that at least, uh, at least initially pre-snap, he's giving the receiver something to think about, which is, is fine. I, I like guys changing their alignments pre and post snap type deal or pre-snap. And then right before the ball is about to snap, you change it because in, in his mind, you know, receiver, at least a good one, is going to plan what he's going to do. Okay, he's he's two yards off. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip him to the outside, um, and, you know, and then give him a rocker and break inside. Whatever it may be, he has a plan. I'm in his head, and he's thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. This is how I'm gonna execute. Now he backs off. You're like, shit. What am I gonna do now? Like, especially at the last second like that. So I do like that little adjustment right there. Um, again, gets into a shuffle. So my thing with his shuffle right here is. At this point, I think he's too, um, I guess, lax. I, I think he's too okay with just being to the outside, where if he is going to open and shuffle like this, I want to see him not crash too hard over the top because you don't want him to attack your blind spot, but you do want to cut him off a little bit. Um, so at this point, if you were moving to cut him off, you'd be more on top of him. You'd stack him, and then you'd be able to maintain contact with him. So we maintain contact. Now you're going to feel him coming into that break, um, get your hand on him, You'll get this right hand on his hip. You're going to slingshot yourself back inside. Because, but because he's a little bit too lax in terms of staying to the outside and not getting contact with him, the receiver breaks. Again, not a good break. You see, it? I, don't like, I don't like receivers who are already coming out of their break with their upper body while their lower body is still trying to stop them. That's not, it's not a good break. You can see the lot, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of dead time right here. See a dead time? And he doesn't attack the ball. So piss poor play by the receiver. Um, now, Desir, with that, again, you're going to see the athleticism. Just watch him stop like he does. Again, good. That's, that's all good. But right here, at this point, squeeze him. You know, get, get, get some contact. I don't know. So I can't exactly tell. So my thing right here is, looking from this view, is it doesn't look like his eyes are on the receiver. I can't say that for certain, but I will say if they're not on the receiver, that's why he's a half a second late to to start to go back on that break. Again, look at this turn. So like this is what I talk about, like the hip flexibility and, and looseness. Right there, that that's it. It's back to it. Cuts off the route. You'd like to see him make that pick. He he does drop some picks. That, that that is I don't know if I put that as his weakness. There are some plays he should have should have uh, made that he did not make. All right, let's see. Uh, bottom. Is he the bottom? Angles off. Needs to play through receiver. Look high to low. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so. so this is kind of a weird one. Um, my thing with the red zone and a lot of people's thing with the red zone is. 
you you don't want the guy to beat you to the outside. You you, you want to play with outside leverage and funnel him in because especially in the red zone, there's gonna be so much traffic in the middle because the zones are condensed, the route concepts are condensed. So you really really want to make sure you you funnel guys into the middle. So I'm gonna give him a a negative for being. If you are gonna be off, be seven yards off. I don't like five yards off either. Uh, like I, again, am I being nitpicky? Yes. Is that what you guys want? I think so. <laughs> so um, get outside leverage here. And then he's, you see how he's angling off pretty much immediately. He's giving him, he's inviting him to the outside right here. This is a lot of space and you're angling off. So now he doesn't have to work through your hips. He doesn't have to work through your hands. So that's my issue um, with that first phase. And now with this, with so much, with so much room, with so much room, here i would like to see him just play through the receiver's hands just get your hands on the receiver and play through the receiver and you see him lose the ball so angles off he invites him to the outside at this point get your hands on him and can just continue to play through his eyes play through his hands and you're gonna see to see my problem here is too so you're taught to look low to high i i i'm not gonna explain it exactly because i don't i don't want to and i don't know if i could really you know greatly um but when you look low to high you're going to find that ball. You look high to low, high to low. You're going to find it because the ball is going to be dropping, but you don't want to look low to high because it's going to, it, it, you don't find it as well. And it screws you up. And you can see as soon as he turns around, he's looking, he's looking low first and then high. That's a little criticism, but it's tr but it, 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 it applies. So get your eyes up immediately. You see, he looks low to high. Guess what happens? Loses the ball. Now he has no idea where it is. And there's a, um, does he drop it? Is that it? one two okay so it's not even a catch but again if this is a better receiver this is a catch now obviously you know maybe you just need more length sideline awareness or whatever um but again because he because he didn't initially play through the receiver like how i would want him to and then made the mistake looking back at the ball and looking low to high um he completely loses the ball where if he was just sticking on him he would see him jumping up like this and he would just come through the ball, you know, whether it be underhand and, and swipe through the hands or just, you know, uh, face guard him, whatever it may be. But, uh, you know, not a good rep for him right there, even though it wasn't a catch. Again, process versus results. Uh, too much cushion. Okay, bottom. Yeah, so... Uh, they're in they're in man again. The cover cover one hole. I don't know why two guys are running to the running back. That looks like a miscommunication. I'm sure that was not supposed to happen like that. But um, again, Desir, he's angling his hips off. He's outside leverage. I'm okay with him being outside leverage. Um, people, some people say if they're if they're inside, it's me. It means they're gonna. Some people say it means they're gonna break outside. Some people say it's going to break inside. I don't, I don't really have a preference if a guy is tight to the line of scrimmage, which way you play um, necessarily. Dep obviously, it depends on the coverage. But, again, he is angling off his hips inside, and he's giving him a ton of cushion. So, he breaks inside on the, on the short end. Again, not even the best route. And easy completion. Now, forget the pass is bad. Who – I don't think that's – is that Watson? Is Watson four? I think Watson's four. To be quite frank, I think Watson's overrated. Um, 
from what I've watched, I think Watson's good, but people talk about him as like that tier below Wilson and, and, and Mahomes, like in that tier of, you know, Rogers, Breeze, whoever, even those guys are falling off now. I don't put him in that second tier. I, I think he's more towards the, 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 you know, near the tens. Um, I think there's, a, there's at least five, six, seven guys I'd want over Watson. That's just me. Um, and again, you could think I'm crazy, but I, I, I do watch a lot. And I think he's, even if he's maybe not towards the tens, maybe instead of being three or four, like some people think he is, maybe I think he's six or seven, you know, which is a big jump. Um, I just think he's, he's a little bit overrated. So this year with me again here, he's giving him the inside. He's not staying over top of the route. He's angling his hips to, to the, to the, uh, to the inside like this. Um, guy breaks inside, bad throw. Should have been caught as well. I don't know if it hits his hand. It looks like it does hit his hand. Um, but that's an easy completion on a short end on what looks to be a, you know, maybe second, third, and five, six, whatever it is. So uh, I don't like the the pre-snap alignment there from uh, from Hall or for about this year. All right, next play. Play seven of the 34, I believe it is, that we're going to do. We're going to cut it off, like, next. Like, I knew at the last new rep, right before it gets into Hopkins 2019. But we are going to see the Hopkins 2018, or I think there's two 2018 games that he played Hopkins where he played pretty well um, or relatively well. Maybe they're a little bit overrated. Um, this play was not good. Again, it's pretty much wrench, wrench, rinse and repeat what I've said. Six, seven yards off, eight yards off, I'm fine with. Again, if you are going to um, shuffle, at least try to stay over top. You see how uh, right off the snap right here, to, again, to the top, he's, he's shuffling, and Hopkins just cuts inside. Literally, that's all it is. So, so it's, a, it's, another cover, it's another cover one hole defense. Man, 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 man. Uh, Rome, he's a he's a he's free to pretty much do whatever he wants, cut off anything deep, and the whole guy. So he's completely responsible for Hopkins. He doesn't have really help, any help inside, especially short. So um, I don't like the shuffle technique, regardless here. And if you are going to shuffle, look how far you see the outside. He's completely fine with being this far outside, which again, two two probably about two yards um, laterally, and then you know four or five yards off. Um, initially, and he, he already starts to open his hips to run. Look at his hips. So he's not even in a shuffle anymore. Now he's in like a full, not, not a full run, but he's like, he's like jogging backwards. His hips are not prepared to do anything but run deep right now, anything. So technique is not good right here. Hopkins makes a rounded cut inside, which he obviously has the room to do so. Boom, catch. First down. It, it, it was second and 10. Way too easy. I, I, I don't like seeing this. Why? Why, why is this happening? So he said there's some frustrating bend but don't break Morse Claiborne type shit. This is what I'm talking about. So, you know, even if we are getting 2018 this year, I, I think that's Morse Claiborne type play um, in terms of like, okay, he's not bad. He's, he's, not, he's not Tremaine Johnson. He, he, you know, he's not Dow Roberts, but he's also not Revis, you know. Um, not even close to Revis. He's not number one. I, I would have been like again, could he be a decent number two? Sure. Could be, I think he's more of a bad number two. Um, I think he's like a really good role player, like number three. Um, comes in, you know, whatever. Uh, let's say if, he, if a nickel guy who could play both inside, outside, and then this year comes on in, in on nickel, which would be a lot of the reps and play outside. Like, I think he's good in that role. Again, he could be a decent number two. Um, but 
he's he has his flaws. Um, okay, so he's at the top right here against Hopkins. This is not the playoff game that everybody was hyping up, um, but this is still a game against Hopkins. Again, that squat coverage catch man. I don't I don't like it. One, his feet are way too inactive right here. It's it's hard to run from that. You want to you want to run your feet and be ready to to move. Um, when your feet are inactive like that, it's hard to get to get going. So way too inactive. Hopkins Hopkins gets on his toes. So th again, it's a pick, but this is exactly why I talk about process for reverse results. This first part not good. Way too way too inactive. Now Hopkins he's good. He doesn't run the best routes. Like this is, he didn't really do too much here. Like he, he gave him, he gave him some short strides and then stabbed outside, but he didn't really sell it great. Like I, I think Hopkins is a good route runner, but not, he's not great for any, any stretch of the imagination route running. His physicality um, is what makes him, you know, a, one of the best receivers in the NFL. So at this point, more, more active feet, instead of just opening the gate right here, shuffle, stay over the top, contact them you know get 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 physical with hopkins you need to you need to match them get physical with them instead the again this is why watson i think he's good i don't think he's as, as good as everybody thinks he is this ball is behind him beh behind hopkins now my thing with this too is let's see if his eyes go back early he's kind of right on him so i'm not going to kill him for his eyes going there early jumps it the ball is picked but again if this is a good ball, it's here, you know, where my, where my mouse is instead of behind him. So Watson puts it in a bad place again, balls picked. Looks like a great play. Was it? I don't think so. I, you know, good, good job catching the ball, but look, look how far the ball is behind him. Now. Yeah. He had to fit it between the linebacker, but maybe you should put a little touch on it and float it over the linebacker, but good pick again. I don't love the play. Eight. Am I being too critical? Maybe. I don't think so. <laughs> Let's see. Beat needs smoother transition. Okay, he is to the top. To the top, yeah. Okay. This is a little more technical. Um, now, again, process versus results. Should he have been beat for a touchdown here? Yep. The ball is a little bit too far, and um, I think Hopkins' eyes go back maybe a little bit too early. When your eyes go back that early, um, you're obviously going to slow down. Uh, I can't kill him for that. You just want you want Watson to obviously put this. Actually, he should. It's both. This this needs to be caught. Do you want Watson to put it a little bit close to him? Sure, but I'm going to blame on Hopkins more. It pops out, but um, so. Sorry to go rewind. I don't want to kill people's eyes. So his pre-snap leverage is a little bit better here. Now he's actually a little bit more over top instead of shooting so far outside. So good job fixing that up a little bit. Goes into another shuffle. He's staying over top, which I'm okay with. Like at this point, okay, it, it is what it is. You're, you're playing over the top. Now my issue with this rep is, so he's not speed turning. He's obviously not, a, the speed turn is the opposite of what this is. This is, this is just him flipping his hips. Speed turn would be if he, were to turn this way and try to match it. Um, so he's, he's turning, he's flipping his hips because he wants to guard against anything going outside as well. And your speed turn, if they were to cut outside or come back, whatever it may be, you're kind of screwed. So my, my only problem with his transition right here is 
when you are turning like this, you still want to prepare yourself for going deep first. You want to play deep to short because listen, if he beats you to the 20 yard line, guess what? You got beat, you, you rally, you make the tackle. It's not a touchdown. But my problem with him is here, you're going to see when I play in full speed, he hesitates right here and then runs deep and that gets Hopkins by him. Hopkins obviously clears him. Um, and should have a touchdown catch. You're going to see the transition. Watch what I'm talking about, the transition, how he hesitates. See that hesitation? It's, sl it's very slight, but that's what gets him beat. Right there, that hesitation. See that hop? You need to, you need to flip and get vertical, then play short. So um, that's why he's beat right there is because of that transition. So you want, you want s more smoothness in that, in that transition. Um, playing uh, that, that long ball to to intermediate to short tackle on screen. He's at the top right here. Uh, Greg Williams definitely likes this in his, in his corners guys who could tackle um, physicality. I think everybody likes that in their corners, to be honest, you know, if the run breaks outside, you don't want a, a, uh, a JJ out there trying to make tackles. Um, it's 2020 off. I should say that. <laughs> I don't care. Cancel me. Um, so sees the screen coming. Obviously he's reading the quarterback right here. Sees the screen. Maintains outside leverage. Breaks down as he comes to that contact window. He doesn't want to – he, he, this is a good job by him, staying patient. You don't want him to crash so hard downhill that he's just going to meet Hopkins force with force and get blocked out of the play. So I like the hesitation to stack. Hands out into Hopkins' chest. Hopkins comes wide. He, uh, like I said, breaks down. Hands inside. Maintains outside leverage. Um, sheds him. Makes tackle for a uh for for no for no gain so good job quick play not much worth explaining there good use of the hands good good breaking down in that contact window maintaining outside leverage plus 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 needs outside leverage play through wide receiver uh okay by the way, uh, this is one of the plays I put up. Robbie Anderson, like, quote, tweeted something like the Jets, like, all the time Sam Darnold missed them, all this stuff, which, you know, listen, Sam Darnold does need a deep ball, a better deep ball. I think it's, it's average to below average, so he needs to work on it, and it's mostly because of his footwork. Um, but why do you got to comment on shit like that? Like, you know what Jets fans – one, you already know what we're going through right now with Jamal Adams, and now you're going to quote, tweet, and, like, make almost like throw a shot at your old quarterback? Okay. So I, I, I kept quote tweeting his, his quote tweet with a bunch of plays that he missed and balls he dropped, and this is one of them, which Sam Darnold makes an absolutely beautiful throw, and he drops it. So, again, you – during cover three right here, and, you know, zone, you're going to want to play to the outside, force them to the inside, funnel them to the inside. You have a guy helping you. Um, and, you know, you know there's gonna be, this guy's going to be there in, in that cover three, unless there's like obviously another guy breaking he's going to take. But you want to funnel inside. Again, he's outside initially, but he's, he's, he's too willing at this point to just give him the outside. Um, and Anderson just shows his pure speed right here. But what I would want to see him do is – shuffle stay more outside to over the top um and and funnel him inside again he's a little bit too patient with his hips a little bit too willing to give him the outside angles off again he's not staying over the top he's not shuffling he's not weaving um he's just giving him the outside when you open up like that now you're giving him this this area that's that's what's happening um he gives him that area anderson breaks outside donald puts it on a dot and he drops it so again that's two plays or you know, two plays within the last couple of plays that you should have been beat for a touchdown. Again, what's the issue here? 
he's not he's not squeezing him to the sideline um, enough for him to be. So there's two things I should say. One, he has to have a better feel for it, where Anderson's looking back for the ball for for a decent amount of time right here. At this point, you don't want to look back for, through the ball. One, because of your position, your hips are really far outside. You're really going to have to torque your body to look for the ball. So you're not in the best position. Now, if he was if he was squeezing Anderson to the sideline, hip to hip, and 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 choke him out of bounds, yeah, sure, look for it. Or even if he was just tighter right here, or if it was early into the rep, I would be a little bit more okay with it. But this late in Anderson looking back for the ball, it's really risky to look back for the ball. Um, instead, play through the eyes of Anderson. Play through the hands. He loses the ball. So he needs to be able to track the ball better and have better, better awareness on, on deep balls, what, what to do, because this is, this is it's happening too often right now. Um, Donald puts it right in Anderson's you know, hands. Anderson drops it. Uh-oh. Another touchdown that should have been for Donald, and Anderson dropped it. It's okay. I hate I, – I just I, – I don't like a lot of players and, and the social media stuff that goes on nowadays. Just keep your – maybe I'm old school, you know, grandpa get off your lawn type shit, but just, just shut up and play. And I, and I know that's such a bad thing to say, but – and people are – like they can have their opinions, but you, why do you got to throw shots at old teammates? Like why, why do you got to do that? I don't, I don't get it. And, and Darnold's a 22-year-old kid, 20 – at that – you know, it, when you – when Anderson was playing, I think he was, what, 21, 22? He's going to be 23 this year? Like, come on. It's just – it's unnecessary. So I, I rescind my shut, uh, shut up and play, but be, just be a little bit more smart, man. Like, why, why I got to do that stuff? So um, what did I label this? Smooth back, runs route bottom. Okay, so he's at the bottom, um, off coverage. He's playing outside leverage. I'm okay with that. Now, again, now instead of – this is what we're going to see. Instead of shuffling, he is in a back pedal, nice smooth steps. They're, they're right under his, his frame um, or inside of his frame, so he's able to cut quickly. Takes like that quarter step right there, like me and Marcus were talking about, where you have the quarter step where it's just angled off slightly instead of straight. You know, it's it's the quarter step, and then you have where it's all the way back at a whatever. I'm not going with angles where it's where it's you know straight back like this. Um, that's that that's a uh, T step. So he takes his quarter step again, patient feet under his frame. He's not shuffling, so now he could play routes that are intermediate. I don't get the shuffle technique. I don't get the soft uh, the, the, the catch coverage type stuff from from coaches. I don't, again, it's hard to say with every single team because I don't know it's, if it's what they're taught and what they're what they have to do, or if it's preference. If it's preference, you gotta kill that. If it's a, if it's coach telling you you gotta do it, you gotta kill it too. I I just I, I don't I don't get it. Uh, you guys said if you guys have been following the show for a while, how many times have you seen bad bad reps of <clears throat> Um, catch coverage squat or shuffle technique. Like, it's all we see. We'll see a good rep or two, but it's not frequent enough. So, um, good job right here, though. I, I, I like this. Receiver breaks outside. Quarter step. And he's right over top of it. Now the receiver does fall, but he is right there. He, he, he's, he's on his upfield hip right here and, and going to play that ball and deflect it. Um, especially with his length right there. So we'll play it in full speed. Um, patience. I got patience right there. He's, he's not panicking to his back pedal. Again, everything I said before, really, really nice right there. I, I like that play. Too much shuffle technique. Again, you know, we talked about it. I don't like it. Uh, top.
So outside leverage, I'm okay with it. Looks like they're running like another uh, cover four. Oh, sorry, not cover four, cover three. I don't know why I say cover four. So again, what's happening is he's maintaining his outside leverage. I'm fine with that. But the shuffle technique, because your hips are open the way that they are open, you're not going to be able to, to make a play on a backward break. And you're not going to be able to make a play on an out. You're not going to be able to make a play on a dig because the only thing you're guarding against is deep right here. I, I just, I don't like that technique for a lot of reasons. Now the route is bad. Look at this break. Look how, <laughs> I don't know who that receiver is, but it's not a good receiver. At least the route running straight up into his break rounded. Look at, look how far that, that foot is outside of his frame on that, on that, uh, on that drive step. Really rounded. The ball is again a bad ball. It's behind. It's it's not where it should be. It's more more to the sideline, and it skips off the ground. But again, if this is a better route, and he breaks it along the fifteen yard line like it should be broken, or let's say even the fourteen, give him give him a even even let's say the thirteen. That's eh, not true. It's about the twelve. So yeah, let's say the fourteen, and the ball is to the sideline. He's beat. So. Again, incompletion, him in coverage. Does that, does that give him a positive PFF grade? I don't know. I don't care. You guys shouldn't either, uh, especially if you watch the show. If you don't, I, I get it as a reference because they, I guess it's better than knowing nothing about a player, but uh, I don't know. Bottom, what I label this? Offhand jab, something. Okay, so I don't like this. This is going to be an activity. Yeah, man, this is, I don't. So he plays the ball relatively well at this point. Like, okay, okay. so the first phase is bad. Again, you're impressed. I guess it started late from this point. And he just, he just has like a walk. He's, he's walking it up. That's, that's why I say he's walking it up. Walking it up. Tries to get you a little crossover. He is right in your face right here. One, so I like the stance um, in terms of his shoulder over his knees. The hands, I don't like. There's corners who like to really hang them, like really, really low. But again, now we and I can't show you everything on the film. But like, if you're if you're hanging them, it doesn't matter. You can't see anyway. Um, you're hanging them. You're not ready for contact. Just like I talk about with offensive line being on guard. You know, you know, whatever, rolling the tennis ball. You know, flipping the the, the pizza. Whatever the coach teaches, you want to you know you want to have your hands active to strike. You know, that's what it is. Just you see boxers, you know, moving, um, you know, weaving like that. But when your hands are low like this, it's like trying to get in a fight with your hands low like that. You're going to get punched in the face, you know. So at, at least, you know, above the knees, you know, maybe the chest level, waist level is ideal. So his hands aren't ready right here. The guy walks up right to him. Use your length right here. Jam the shit out of this guy, you know. It doesn't have to be a two-handed punch, but, you know, step step forward with your right, you know, offhand jam him, whatever it might, might may be. But, um. Uh, it's just too, too much. Activity. He needs to do something right here. Now, so now, now, now when he is impressed, he's not shooting his hands. So what is the point of press? Just play off. So feet are inactive. Um, doesn't shuffle to stay over top. You know, his hands aren't, um, don't do anything. He reaches out. The receiver chops down at it, pushes him off. Now, again, if instead of, you know, the quarterback wanting to throw this as a deep ball and they, I don't know if it was supposed to, not, not a deep ball. That's not what I meant. Like a, like a back shoulder. 
by the way, just not a good back shoulder in this scenario. Um, he should, at this point, they should both adjust and, and just throw this deep because he's beat deep, especially if you throw it to the outside. Um, so he could have got beat deep right there. He doesn't. They throw a back shoulder. And I like the way he plays the ball. Again, he doesn't look back towards the ball. He plays, looks like through the face mask, which is okay. And it looks like his left hand. So he, he plays through the face mask with, with his right and then swipes through the hands with his left. See that? So really good job playing the ball. Jumps up with him. The receiver doesn't time it really super well. Swipes down with his left and, and gets the pass deflection. And I guarantee the, the wind just got knocked out of him really, really badly right there. Yeah, that hurts. Um, I don't know if people have legitimately have their wind knocked out really bad, but it sucks. Let's see. Next play, no hands-on catch coverage. Again, so there's some good, some bad. The technique is lacking. Um, a guy who's 29 years old, how much is it going to change? I don't know. I don't think a lot. So he's probably maybe maybe a one-year, two-year guy for the Jets, but they need to find their long-term number one, number two guy. I, I think Hall is going to be one of those guys, to be honest. I think Austin's going to be a good depth guy. I think Poole's a good slot guy. I think they still need that true number one, though. Um, all right, so we're, playing, we're seeing that squat, catch, whatever you want to call it. Again, what happens? Now he's playing Amari Cooper, a good route runner. And what's going to happen is he's going to take advantage of this stuff on the top. Fall step. Again, now where is his weight? It's going backwards. Backpedal, open up immediately. See how he's, how he's angling off, opening up? You're giving him the inside. You're, you're, you're giving him this alleyway to, to take advantage of you. Um, instead, if you are going to, if you are going to backpedal like this or, you know, you know, I guess if you want to give the illusion and bail out, uh, whatever, get into your backpedal, stay over the top, keep your hips square. So now if you, if you were to stay over the top and keep his hips square, when he breaks back, you break back after your T-step or your quarter step, whatever it may be, depending on your leverage. Um, but he just opens up, goes to run deep right away. His hips are open to the, you know, to the, um, to the end zone. And Cooper's going to break back and make the catch. 10 times out of 10, it's going to happen against Cooper. Look how, look how much room he has. And this is a ball that's diamond time the best. He can see him throwing this ball. He can see him releasing the ball. This ball should be out now. Right now, it should be out. So the ball's even out a quarter of a second late. Beat, boom. Uh, first, and now it's going to be second and one. You know, way too easy. And again, I'm not trying to kill this here. There's guys who I'll do really positive reviews on. Fan, I'll be more positive on than people think. Um, but I guess guys like Desir, guys like Davis, is a little bit more negative on. Uh, there's more. There's more positive this year coming in, though for sure. Outside leverage, um, press. We'd like to see him be a little bit more tight. So it's similar. Um, Pretty similar to the last rep. Again, his now his false step his weight, weight onto his heels. Look where his weight is. He's already going backwards. So why are you pressing? You're not he doesn't use his hands enough and press. He's not, and even even if you're not even if you are playing a soft shoe, um, and you're going to backpedal or like creep backwards, you got to stay over top of the route. You see, he's he's a little bit too far outside. Cooper stems him outside for two steps, gets the inside. He opens up immediately. Now he opens up and I, 
I think his eyes are inside right here. I can't tell for sure, but just based on how you know the film I've watched, it looks like his his eyes are inside. At this point, I would like to see him just choke off this route and get to the top, or not choke it off, but get get over the top and try to stack him, get hands on. And he's kind of too he's too again lax here with just with just kind of running with him deep and not really getting contact. In my opinion, Cooper breaks back on the curl, and look how look how bad he's beat. Again, 10 times out of 10, you're going to get beat like that. You, you, you got to play with better technique. <laughs> All right. Again, not, not a, a positive play. Oh, hold on a second. All right. Opens, doesn't get into stem. Ball tipped that line of scrimmage. Um, looks like he's the bottom. Against Cooper again. Okay, so it's it's at this point I don't have to explain it too much. Um, once we get through the first five or six plays of similar technique, um, now not of not as much of an exaggerated fall step right here, but I don't like that his weight necessarily goes around to his heels. Back pedals. He stems him inside. He doesn't work to shuffle over top inside to get hands on. Instead of work, you know, he sees him going inside and said angles off. Angles off, wait onto his heels instead of shuffling, getting hands on. Opens the gate, completely gives him the inside. Again, I think he's a little bit too lax with, with getting pressure in terms of contact onto Cooper. Goes to run deep. Cooper breaks back and look at the room. Oh, I got to pause again. Hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, getting called from work. All right, next play. I'm back with a beer. Cheers. Play 18. Sorry, when work calls, you got to answer it. At least in my job. Yours, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you always got to answer the phone, depending. Certain people call me, I won't answer. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, no man's land. That's why I labeled this one. Um, I don't know. I guess it's the same matchup against Hopkins. So again, not far enough off to, to take read steps. You're not close enough to jam. You know, you're not really close enough to even soft shoe and give the impression you're going to jam. So really don't like no man's land. Um, if you're able to shuffle, stay really patient with your hips, then, then yeah, you know, I, I, I can understand it a little bit more, but still, it's definitely not an ideal, um, you know, lineup or uh, stand. Not not lineup stance. Uh, trying to think of the word um, alignment. So, again, what we're seeing is false step onto the heels. Now, it's maybe not. Maybe we shouldn't even consider it a false step because he is just getting into a back pedal. But there's really no point of it. Back pedal. Back pedal. Again, this is where I talk about shooting your hands. When you shoot your, when you shoot two hands going backwards, one you're not obviously if you're if you're try, try to go try to push something, try to push a refrigerator while jumping backwards and pushing it. You're you're not really creating a lot of a lot of um, you know strength into that push. And when you shoot both hands, we've talked about it, it locks your hips. <clears throat> so he's locking his hips while not creating a ton of a ton of movement. Hands to the face as well. If they caught that. Um, Hopkins is able to get left hand onto the, onto the, um, he literally just traps this arm and just throws it away pretty much. There's really not a 
technical thing to call that, but throws it away, breaks outside, catching the sideline. And again, the reason for that being is he's giving him way too much room. If anything with a guy like Hopkins, you kind of want to get physical with him at the um at the at the the start of the rest. I'm getting like a, my phone is blown up right now. Um, but you want to get physical in the first phase of the route because a guy like Hopkins, him building up um, strength into the route break, you don't want that. You don't want to contact him at, at the route break. Like that's just not how you want to play it. So again, hips are a little bit inside, going backwards while throwing two hands, hips locked, gets thrown outside or thrown inside by Hopkins, breaks outside, catching the sideline. Um, length decent rep okay so he is to the bottom on this one okay so yeah this is this is better for me from, from this year um let's go through it again gets into that back pedal weight on his heels don't like that but this time he's more patient with his hips see how his hips are square square he angles off a little bit so um this is the problem with not playing with your hands is you're going to have to be more reactionary to guys breaking to the outside because if you don't, he's going to burn you. So um, this is why I don't like this consistent, just get your weight onto your heels and backpedal because you're, you're playing without your hands at this point. So he stems him outside. He angles off outside, doesn't completely open up. This is where like he slingshots himself back inside. So this is what I was talking about where he will slingshot himself because of that length. So he gets that length onto that shoulder and that helps him turn and, and match him. So if he didn't have that length or the hand was defeated, obviously a good, a good receiver at this point would, would probably, you know, have the step outside. That's fine. That, that steps fine, but be prepared for that, for that inside punch to recover. So you, a good receiver would, would, would step with the right chop through, punch through, wipe, swipe, whatever, um, that hand away, which he doesn't. And it helps obviously uh, the seer stay right over top of him, and match him. And you'd see how now, now he's not just running with them deep. He's not just he's not just opening up and, and staying along this vertical plane. Now he's on this horizontal, not not horizontal, but a slanted plane. See how he's pressuring him, pressuring that stem, and he matches him. So better rep from him, from him there. Again, I think he angles off a little bit too soon there, um, for my liking. Play twenty. Good rep, top on Hopkins, okay. So he's playing, people call this like two LOS, two line of scrimmage when you're angle off this hard. What this is really doing is just it's just making the the outside really, really hard for the receiver to attain because you, he's not going to be able to get outside of him because his hips are just ready for it. So you're pretty much funneling them inside. Like for them to get outside of you right now, you either got to either got to backpedal or give them room vertically. Let them get outside. They're not you have to speed turn, flip, whatever. But this alignment's really just telling the guy you have to go inside or you're going to get a fight outside. That's pretty much what two LOS is. It's usually for tighter alignments. It's usually for tight ends. Um, stays patient again you have Hopkins who this is a hard stab outside tries to stretch him outside he stays patient with it because even for him to get outside at this point he'd really have to completely loop around him and really bend that uh that route outside so he doesn't overreact to it 
Now, maybe he can get a shuffle in inside, but because his hips are open, it's going to be kind of a little bit harder. So he is forced to open up a little bit, um, which could be a problem with that alignment. But he's, he is able to land that left hand inside. It looks like on the shoulder, um, which is going to stand Hopkins up a little bit. Then he gets the right hand inside. So left on the shoulder, right hand into the chest. Physical. You want to get phys- you you got to get physical with Hopkins quick into the rep because if you let him build up momentum, uh, have fun. So hand, hand, good job. Stays with him, stays with him, stays with him. Route break comes. He matches that route break, and he's completely on him. Now Hopkins looks like he might push off a little bit right there. Um. But good job staying with him. Good job um, staying patient with his hips. Good. I'm fine with that alignment with a tighter receiver. Um, so, overall, a, a solid rep for, for Desir. Jam on Hopkins. Okay, so this is – is this a playoff game? I don't, I don't know if it is. Yeah, okay, this is wild, the wild card game. Okay, so now we're getting to the, the – this is the game where everybody's talking about he's playing so well. So, we're going we're gonna to breaking that down um, today and then. Uh, we'll start with a 2019 matchup um, when Marcus comes on next week to so get Marcus's opinions as well. And listen, when it's a 55-60 play review, I like to break it up because people's attention spans aren't that long in general, especially with new age. Um, but a guy like Fant, I'm gonna I'm gonna run through I think two two and a half hours of Fant. So top of the screen. Better, much better from this year. Okay. So he does have a little bit of that, of that false step. The thing with this false step is his, his weight aren't completely onto his heels. It is a little bit for sure. They are a little bit on his heels, but it's more balanced. His, his shoulders are, are still over his, over his toes. So it's a little bit of a false step, which I'm not going to advise, but it doesn't kill him. And again, Hopkins is like a good – honestly – I like Hopkins. It's Hopkins is probably number one for a little bit. After watching a lot of these games against this year, he's not my number one anymore. I don't know who is my number one. Um, to be honest, I, I, I don't know who I'd put number one. I have to watch a lot of film to say who's my number one receiver, but I don't, I don't think it's Hopkins anymore. I think Hopkins is really, really – he's an elite player, but his route running needs work to me. Because um, in this, like, he doesn't really do much. You see, like, one step towards him and outside. Um, Desir obviously is able to get outside of him or get outside with him. So a little bit of that false step. His weight isn't completely back. It is a little bit. Opens up his hips. Length. Good strike timing. Good strike placement. Right onto the front shoulder pad, the inside shoulder pad. And now look what he's doing. Now he's fighting to stay over the top. He's not uh, – there's some scenarios where he would just open his hips up right here and let him run deep and then, you know, do, do whatever. But this time he this – is, this is why his, his – his, we're seeing his technique change in this game. Like we saw the last rep, he hasn't done that in the past. This rep, he's actually, you know, uh, choking off the route to the sideline, gets his hand on, using his hands. Now he's using his hands. What a novel concept. It works. <laughs> Onto the near shoulder and just completely chokes it off to the sideline, stays over top of him. The route's done. Completely shuts that down, stacks it. Awesome. Good job. Uh, 22. Okay. This is the time he got beat, I guess. Again, two, three yards off. Don't like it. <clears throat> it's just you're really limiting yourself. So gets into the back pedal, weight on his heels. A little bit, again, not too dramatic, but it's something you don't want to see. And this time, 
you know, last rep, it was a similar situation. Literally, literally Hopkins releases almost the same thing. We're just one step up and out. What did he, what did this year do last time? Last time he was tighter. He did the same type of thing, but he opened, but because he was closer, he was able to use that length. Look how freaking long his arms are. That's, that's, an, that's an offensive lineman's arm length. Um, he was able to shoot that hand into the shoulder pad and then stay over top. But because of his alignment, now he just limited himself. Now he can't do that. Now he has to open. Or he could, he could, he probably could shuffle. Honestly, if he weren't to do that false step, he would be able to shuffle and stay over top of this. So that's the issue: is that is he's getting his weight onto his heels too quickly. Um, um, so weight onto the heels. He's forced to open up. The strike isn't as effective now. Which is still a good good placement. He gets it right into like the neck right there. Swipes it, but because he's not he he wasn't physical with the with the route stem, he's not able to slow his momentum and really and really match it. Like this is he he kind of throws this, but he's still kind of bailing to get to the outside. So he chops it away and breaks back to the ball. Now Destira is obviously multiple yards off. The tackle attempt here. Uh, the, the, the only thing with it is I would like to see him uh, cross his helmet to the outside. So he knows that he has, he has pursuit from the inside. So I would like to see him, you know, be more safe to the outside right here. And instead of taking an inside angle, like he does right there, that load up, I would like to see him attack the outside because even if he, you do attack the outside and he spins inside, you're still going to contact him. Leonard's there, tackle him. Um, so that's a little cr criticism where he does get outside of him for the first down where he could have and should have made the tackle right here. Hopkins is not an easy guy to bring down to, to be you know completely um, transparent, but at the same time, you'd like to see him make that, make that tackle. Bottom of the screen, uh, Desir, bottom, good rep on Hopkins, okay. All right. So let me make sure. All right. Um, so you know what I'm going to criticize? I don't like to wait onto the heels initially, but now he's not angling off his hips. You see how he's staying square, square, square. Breaks outside. So does the seer. The thing I like about this rep is this is the, this is so, so there's a couple of things. Not that, but I like how he's staying square right here. Feeder under his frame. He's not panicking with his feet. I'll show you in, 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 in full speed. Um, you can see that he's not panicking with his feet under the frame again, shoulders over his toes. Hopkins breaks outside, look for the ball. Now, the thing that a lot of inexperienced corners are going to do is they're going to drive right to that angle to try to deflect that ball or um, you know, try to go for that pick. But the seer, being a little bit more veteran savvy, stays in the upfield shoulder. You see how his angle's not as aggressive? I'm telling you, there's a lot of corners are going to break right here. You know, at this angle of my mouse. Um, Desir, again, flatter angle, playing the upfield shoulder. Now Hopkins adjusts his route. And if Desir were to come downhill at a hard angle, Hopkins is over top and he's burning him deep. But because Desir takes the angle that he does, a conservative angle, let him catch the ball. Now it's third and one. Hopefully you guys, you know, or third and two, whatever. Or maybe, honestly, even if he throws the ball, you'll probably deflect it right here. So, you know. Good. He he plays the ball. He plays it well right here. Cuts up field, playing out of field shoulder. Now look. Now there's contact, and he you know runs him out of bounds. Good play. Really good play.
All right. Top of the screen. He's off. Uh, looks like he's inside leverage. Another rep on Hopkins. Watson wanted or Watson wanted nine. Okay. So similar. Again, wait onto the heels a little bit of that false step, getting into his back pedal, but he's square, feet are into the frame, pretty patient. Hopkins breaks outside. Again, really, there's really not much with his stem right here. He's not really threatening anyway. If anything, he's kind of already breaking outside. Like you'd, you'd see that his hips are already facing outside. And he's already starting to cheat over there. And it looks like he's just going for a quick back shoulder. Like they just, that was, this is pre-snap. Okay, just give me a, give me a back shoulder versus a guy could beat him. Um, the Sears able to stay patient, hands on. And this is a scenario like this when your hands are on and you're, and you're over top of him. Okay, look back to the ball. I'm, I'm fine in this scenario looking back to the ball, um, obviously. Matches him. You could, see, you could see even when he gets physical with him right here, he gets his hands on. You see him, he's going he's to drop his weight right here too. So he really drops his weight to hold his ground. Like an offensive lineman works off his insteps. Good job holding his ground. And the ball is uh, overthrown or, you know, they don't get to the landmark because Desir, again, stays patient, gets hands on, and really even drops his weight to, to hold his ground against, against Hopkins. So, good job. Ten more plays. This is the next rep on third and three against Hopkins. So, you're seeing some stacked plays of, I, I think, of good play. Again, if he could play like this all the time, he, he could be a really solid number two. Um, there's still some things he needs to work on. Um, okay, so, again, don't love that. His alignment, uh, two yards off. Mm, uh, the only thing with his stance right here is I like to see him be a little bit more bending with the knees. I don't, I don't love that his um, – I don't love that his, he's a little bit straight up and bending at the waist a little bit. So, I would, I would criticize that a little bit in the film room to be a little bit more ready. Wait onto his heels, but he is able to stay over top yet again. He angles off as Hopkins takes the outside. Hands on, matches him. Hopkins pushes off. Hopkins pushes off a lot, which is why you're not as worried as Denzel Mims pushing off because he pushes off in less than Hopkins. Let's see this in a, this angle. Again, so we don't, yeah, this is a more dramatic wait onto the, onto the heels. You can see that. But he's able to stay over top. Hands on. Finds the ball, pass deflection. Now here, so I, I, I get that people, and again, I'm going to be fair, fair with my criticism. There's some times where I think you should intercept the ball. There's sometimes I'm not, but physical, he looks back for the ball because it's a short hitch. So he doesn't see Hopkins slip right here. If he knew Hopkins slipped, he wouldn't go for that pass deflection. But in his mind, now it's both him and Hopkins, and he wants to play that ball. If he knew Hopkins slipped right here, he, he would have went for the interception. But now – the reason you could say that he didn't get that interception is because when there's a distance between you and the receiver, your eye should go to the receiver. So right here, his eye should go to the receiver and bend to the ball once he closes the ground on the receiver. So that's my one criticism. If he did that, he would have seen him slip and then it probably would, maybe would have intercepted it. It's obviously a bang bang type play, um, but he still gets the pass deflection third and uh, third and three. And now they're um, going to be punting the ball. They're going to be punting the ball. Uh, maybe. Uh, actually, I don't know. Um, I'm third and three, and you're down 21. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how ballsy Bill O'Brien is. Dropped pick on Hopkins. Okay. 
All right, so this was good, but you need to finish. So a little bit better of a full step here. At least it seemed. This is a little bit more to the side. So his, his shoulders still over his knees. His, his weight goes back a little bit, but again, it's, it's not as much as it was in the other reps. Stay square. Again, the alignment. He's like heads up to outside. A little bit too far off for my liking. Stay square. Angles off as Hopkins starts to take the outside. He just want to try to get physical into you. Shoots his hands. It's on to him. So to be slightly critical of this, I think he angles off a little bit too soon. So especially with Rock, uh, Rockins, with Hopkins route stems, they're really not like this is this is not selling the inside. He's really not doing much here. He he always, he kind of just he always takes a step forward or two and then just breaks where he's going to. It's not really that physical. So I would like him to 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 stay. Um, more of his weight forward and then shuffle and stay over top. But because he opens up now, his hips are going out, you know, <clears throat> they're going deep or they're going, they're going backwards while he's jamming him. So he's not as physical with Hopkins where if he was square and to jam Hopkins with two hands, now it's, now it's your, your, your clashing um, matching physicality, physicality, but because he's already starting to move backwards and shoots, that's why Hopkins is able to throw him backwards a little bit right here. So if he if he were more square, this wouldn't have happened. So he get he does get thrown back. Where if this ball worked to be at the outside, he's probably beat right here. Um, but after you know, as Hopkins is breaking, he's checking the quarterback. He sees that the quarterback is throwing the ball. He obviously uh, reads the correct uh, ball trajectory. It's coming right to him. Need to catch this ten times out of ten. Need to catch this ball. Looks like he almost brings up his knee and 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 hit his almost well maybe not hits his thigh, but I can't really see his arms so. He needs to catch that every single time. That should be a pick. But he drops it. Again, he has, he has a case of the drops. He has, his hands are not that strong. Play 27. Bottom. Hopkins again. Again, he matched Hopkins the whole, pretty much the whole, I think the whole game in this game at least. So, there's a little bit more with this route stem. Shoulders up, he sells the inside. Just a stab inside. I'm really a rocker. To steer, again, weight onto his heels, but he recovers. Like his weight, is, his weight is, aren't are onto his heels now, but then now he's more balanced. He angles off slightly, but he does not panic. He he's patient at least in this scenario. He doesn't he doesn't completely go into a full a full sprint. Angles off a little bit. Hopkins breaks outside. Gets his hands on, slingshots himself outside. Maintains that contact, grip strength, whatever it may be. I can't see his hand. Sticks the route. So good job staying patient with his hips a little bit more here. Again, um, if he were to shuffle and stay over top, that'd be a little bit better than angling off. Because if he were to just chop through this arm, he would be a little bit off balance most likely, and he's probably beat deep. But again, that's being nitpicky because it still is a positive rep um, for me. Uh, okay, now we go into the Kansas City Chiefs game which is so it's a divisional round. Um, believes to the top, and he's just playing way too far off. I know Hill has a lot of speed, but he has a guy deep right here. Sorry, he's a, I think I said he's, he's to the top already. So he, he's, he obviously has to play off of Hill to a certain extent, but if he's not singled up on him playing on a shuffle technique where he has to worry about the, 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 uh, the deep middle because he obviously has a guy deep middle, so he has to worry about it getting beat outside. So I would like to see him again um stay square here at least more square if you're going to shuffle 
at least shuffle where you're going to be like aligned with the sideline. You can see how his hips are open to run deep already, like really early into the re really early right here. His his hips are already ready, ready to run deep. He's beat. He's beat right now. There's just no he has no chance at any intermediate route. So he needs to stay a little bit more patient here. If he is going to shuffle, at least be true to the shuffle. Um, stay in that shuffle for a little bit longer um, because he opens up completely to run deep and he runs a just a deep stop, deep curl, catches the ball with plenty of room. It's that that's too easy. It's pretty much what I'm saying. He's he kind of just jogs into running deep. You see that and just bam, easy catch. That's a one-two play every single time if he's going to play like that. Soft play. Oh, yeah, I don't like this play. I remember. This is a uh, – they run like a screen to the running back, I think. Yeah, screen to the running back. So, Desir is on the bottom right here. I like that at least he's maintain, like, smart to maintain outside leverage. I like that. Hands on, good. Good job getting your hands on. My issue with this is – he and, he and he's, you know, good, good job stacking him, keeping – keeping his outside leverage, uh, at least on the running back, while, you know, uh, keeping the blocker off of him. Now the, now the running back is coming upfield. He starts to break to the outside. He knows he's a guy over the top, so he's going to cut underneath this just in case he tries to cut outside of him. My thing is here, it looks like he thinks – it's 53 Leonard. It might be. I, I forget. I forget Leonard's number. Um, my thing is it looks like he thinks that the, the, the tackle is already happening, so he kind of just throws himself into it. But he doesn't go for the tackle. Gets absolutely trucked by um, his Eckler 30 and run for the touchdown. He needs to come into this tackle harder. Obviously, across his body, drop your weight. He kind of just looks like, oh, he throws, he throws himself out there. This is like an Antonio Cromartie type deal. Even though he's not like that, but it seems like he assumed that the tackle is going to happen, which it does not. He gets trucked over. Let's be honest. He looks like a little bitch here. And now the guy runs instead of, you know, to the, to the 35 yard line or a little bit past, you know, let's say 33, he gets trucked over and gets another 33 yards for a touchdown because he didn't put his full effort into that tackle. He just did not. That's a soft play. I don't, you don't want to see that. That's, that's, that's inexcusable to me. You can't assume that the guy's going to be tackled. Uh, way too much space. This is play 30. We're going to 34. Right here, again, in that squat, you know, give him some cushion-type coverage that he likes. Uh, Called like squat or catch. But, again, dramatic fall step. Way down to the heels, open up, opens up immediately. Again, if he, if he was to, to kick step to the outside or to the inside to the outside, now he can shuffle, stay over the top. Shuffle, stay over to the top. He matches them hands-on. Now he chokes off. Now he, now he shuts down the route, stacks it, you know. But because he – Gets his way onto his heels. Now he's forced to open up. Opens up to run deep. You're giving a guy, I believe this is Mike Williams, um, plenty of room to run. You don't want to do that. Not with a physical guy. Now, again, my problem with this is even though he opens up, at this point he needs to work to stay over the top of it um, to get pressure on the route stem. But he's too, he's too lax, and he's just willing to run deep with them and not necessarily get his hands onto him. You're not going to get your hands onto a guy. He's going he's gonna to beat you. Breaks inside. Again, not even the sharpest break on that dig. Catches the ball with plenty of room on not the best route. Plenty of room. Because, because the seer way into the heels, opens up, doesn't get pressure on the route stem, cuts inside. Too easy. Fluid on flower fluid top. All right, top of the screen.
Okay, yeah, you're really going to see the fluidity in the hips right here. I, I, I like this play. Um, shuffle technique, playing with outside leverage. Again, this shuffle technique is better because he doesn't, he's not opening up too soon, maybe a little bit too soon, maybe a step too soon, but I'm, I'm okay with it right there. So a little bit more patient with his hips, opens up as the wide receiver stems towards him, eyes on the receiver. Now, the receiver had room inside, but the thing is with this coverage, which it looked like it was going to be, it honestly looks like, it looks like cover two, but because he's not worried about this number two threat this deep into the rep, it looks like he just matches them. That's what it looks like to me. I don't want to go through it a million times, but it does look like cover two um, not, and not four. Doesn't look like it. So the, the thing about this rep is I like the fluidity in the hips is, is, what, I'm, is what I'm trying to get. Not, not trying to get to. That's, it's what I should have started with initially, but watch his hips right here. So the receiver runs that out and up. So he's going to run with him deep right here. The receiver goes to the break to the outside. He goes to flip his hips. Receiver stabs outside and he runs back with him. This is like that fluidity um, and the stop-start quickness and acceleration I talk about with a guy who, get, again, is not the, you know, the fastest in terms of deep speed, but his fluidity right here is nice for a 6'1 guy. Watch this. Bang, right with him. Really, really like that. That's something you note down for sure. Matches him. Okay. Three more plays. Tackle on screen. He's going to take his read steps. So he's playing off. No, not even read steps. He just reads the quarterback. Quick, just a quick uh, smoke screen. Reads it. Outside leverage. Outside leverage. Outside leverage. Breaks down. Proper, uh, proper breakdown. Not too far away. Gets low. Wraps up his, uh, wraps up his thighs. Picks him up and carries him back for a few yards and drops him on his face. <laughs> that does not feel good as a football player hitting your face against the ground like that. Uh, if it goes into your face, man, it kind of sucks. So good job with that or with that rep. So I think we end or the second last play is a positive. The, the, the last play is not a positive, I believe. Is this on Sanu? Okay, so outside leverage, which I'm fine with. If he's in the inside, force him to the inside. I'm okay with it. His weight goes back a little bit. It's not Jurassic though, because he's just he's creating some space. It's, it's more of a, a soft shoe type coverage. One step upfield from Sanu stretches him outside. He opens up again. You don't you you don't love him not getting hands on and opening up like this because if he were to to like rocker this, where it's like one, then the one inside and then the one out and then back outside, he's gonna be beat. So you don't love him, you know, having this much room underneath of you when you're opening up because, again, uh, this, if you were trying to get outside, is a lot of space. Now, I know this, this, this safety is coming down, but I think it's for um, against the screen or the running back. It looks like it's going to be a, a man coverage um, or a type of man coverage, at least. You can't really tell, honestly, because all the guys come down on the, on, the, uh, on the screen. But So I don't love him opening up his hips, but the length right there onto the shoulder, you see the, the, the hand onto the shoulder pad. Sanu cuts back outside, slingshot. You see that pulls his hips around. So he uses that as that pivot point. You see it pulls them all around right there. That's because of that hand, that, that contact on the hand, that the momentum takes him back the way he needs to be. Hands on, and he's with him. Obviously, he sees that the, somehow he sees the ball is out, turns back around, sees it, and then drops his shoulder into the tackle a little bit right there. 
Uh, next play is another rep on Sanu. And the last play of the, this show, at least. Um, so pre-snap, again, needs to be more ready. No, no knee bend, standing a little bit too upright. Hands are down, so I would, I would criticize that. His feet are a little bit too narrow. I'm going to be, be a little more ready. So I think he, play, he stays pretty patient here. As, and this is, not a good, this is not a good route by Sanu, in my opinion. Um, you don't want to stretch release him like that if he's that far off. You're not really, you're not really threatening him. If anything, you want to get onto his toes um, and, and then kind of stab outside crossover, you know, rocker, whatever the hell you're going to do. Skip, uh, it doesn't matter. So the problem with him playing so far off, though, is now he's forced to open. Both hands on. So if he were to, even if he were just to stay square, so that's that's my issue with him right now is he's opening up right away. He doesn't really threaten him. He has time right here to shuffle and stay over top. So get lateral, get hands on. Again, he does not. He opens up, throws both hands. But again, it's not very strong because he's opening up. He throws like that chicken wing in there to guard against it. Good job guarding his his uh, that that, uh, that place that I'm blanking on the word. Um, the place that. Sears trying to contact, deflects it, wipes it away. And it really, this is a really good route by Sanu in terms of not this. I don't, I don't like the release, but this is good. Great job putting the elbow up to, to guard your, uh, you know, the front of your frame. Now this is awesome. Watch his right hand. Pulls him down as he cuts outside. That's such a little nuance type thing. Um, but really, really smart route running right there. Pulls him down, um, which is going to throw him, which is going to throw Desir off balance. Cuts outside. And does he make the catch? Yeah, makes the catch. So it's not a terrible rep by, by Desir because it's a really savvy move, but my criticism is this part, opening up and, and his alignment. So I like the patience, and I think he you know, did an okay job, but if he were to stay square, he completely shuts this route down or at least makes it a lot harder. Um, but really good job by Sanu pulling him through right there. Really, really nice. Catches the ball. That's it. Again, read the strengths and weaknesses. I have, what, that was 34 plays. I have 56 on him. So 21 plays with Marcus Coleman next. See what you think about or what Marcus Coleman thinks about at least the next 21 plays. I think you guys have a pretty good idea what we're working with. Again, I think he's a decent – he could be a decent number two-ish um, type player. Morris Claiborne when he was solid for the Jets type vibe. Again, better than Roberts, better than Tremaine Johnson, but he's not a Revis. He's not a number one. I um, hope everybody enjoyed Again, this takes a F ton of work. So if you guys can just drop a five-star like, subscribe, uh, quick review, I'd appreciate it. We're at 56 reviews. Once we get to 75, I'll do a list randomizer on the show so you guys can see I'm not, not cheating the system. Whoever finishes first uh, will get the shirt. So um, I appreciate everybody, and I will see you guys in a couple of days with uh, Marcus Coleman. Today is Thursday. When this is released, it'll probably – it depends on my week, honestly. It's either going to be Tuesday to Thursday. The next show will be out. So appreciate everybody for listening and uh, stay safe.